Don't look back because the market is closed. Good uh, Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harridge here with your daily VR investing podcast. A uh, bit of an ugly day in the markets today. We lost 400 points in the Dow yesterday. Lost 516 points today. The Dow Jones closing down officially 516 points, down 2.17% at 23,247. Our loser on the day, again, really the, the worst performing index now for a couple of years has been the Russell 2000, down 3.3% today. Uh, and our winner was the NASDAQ, down 1.55% today. Again, this is what you want to see. Our winner only down 139 points, but it, that is outperformance, and that has been a staple of this uh, bear market rally move higher so far. A uh, quick check here of uh, the semiconductors, which, of course, lead NASDAQ, and we see it right there. Semis down just 1.4% today. Big comeback there as well after being down well over 2% today throughout the day. And in the final smart money hour trading, the Dow Jones did rally about 170 points off the lows. So... You know, maybe this bear market rally isn't done yet, but we do believe, folks, it's on its last legs here. Just too much economic carnage and damage has been done. This morning before the markets opened, <clears throat> the kiss of death, we called Jay Powell, the Fed chair, uh, was out speaking. Tyler did the work on this some time ago and it held up again today. The markets fall 90%, roughly 90% of the time that Jay Powell speaks. Happened again today. Dow futures were up about 100 points before Jay Powell started speaking. Next thing you know, here come the sellers. Again, at one point, down almost 700 points. Uh, Jay Powell is a kiss of death when it comes to they should take away his microphone. He should never be allowed to speak. Everything should be in writing because he just does not have the touch that other Fed chair have had in the past. Uh, he is very concerned. He made no bones about that. Of course, I'm sure that has something to do with the decline today as well. But when you announce something that had not been announced before, <clears throat> that according to the Fed, 40% of all those that make less than $40,000 a year have lost their jobs. Yeah, that, 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 that's scary. That's a reality of the depression-like contraction that we're seeing here. And this is why the VRA investing system is that just three out of 12 screens uh, bullish. This is the most bearish our investing system has been since the inception of the system started developing this 35 years ago. So we, again, repeat, we see this as a bear market rally in what looks to be a painful multi-year depression-like contraction in global GDP, global tax receipts, global household incomes, global home prices, global corporate revenue and earnings. The thing that we're most concerned about because the markets move based on earnings, is just that, is earnings. Facts that reported this morning that for the first quarter, and this is just, this, remember, the first quarter really is not when the damage is going to be done. It's in the second quarter on. But so far, uh, uh, with 86% of all S&P 500 companies reporting, earnings are on track to, uh, on track to fall 13.6% in Q1. Be the last, the worst quarter in nearly 11 years for, for the first quarter. But the forecast for the rest of the year, that's where it gets really, really, it's almost dystopian. You can't believe these, these, these estimates. Second quarter, forecasting a drop of 40.6% in second quarter earnings. Q3, 23% decline. And finally, in Q4, 11.4% decline. So the markets are trying to look through what's going to happen over the next two, three quarters and trying to see brightness on the, on the end of that. Uh, we still have a hard time with that because we're not certain uh, that uh, these jobs are going to come back all that quickly at all. Uh, blue states are already announcing they're in no hurry to come back and, and reopen. 
you know, three months is, is now they're announcing they're going to postpone or, or, or continue the lockdowns for at least another three months, well into the summer. And then uh, President Fauci, of course, is out now saying that uh, the children, children can be infected with the, with the form of coronavirus. So you're seeing this constant lockdown of, uh, of fear-mongering that's just continuing. And uh, now, folks, we've got the election coming up. And the question we're asking, really two questions is, number one, <clears throat> who would the central banks rather see as president? Who would they rather have? Because they are the masters of our universe right now. Without central banks right now globally, our markets would be down 50% from here. Easy. I think that's, a, that, I think that's, that's generous, probably. So the question is, who would they rather have as president, Trump or Biden, a strong nationalist that has slammed the Fed from the very day he was sworn in, even before that, or globalist establishment Biden? We think it's an important question to ponder. The other is, if we are in a depression come November, will Americans reelect as bad as candidate as Joe Biden may be, and he is not good, will Americans reelect Donald Trump with the economy in a depression. What we're walking you through here are the kind of the discounting mechanism factor of how the market's going to look at this going into November. And because we're now six months out and the markets tend to start anticipating six months out, folks, we may look back at all this and go, you know what? All of this, the, the entire decline was because Joe Biden was going to become president. I mean, that may be the reality. Uh, of course, these are all the unknowns. This is really us, just how we talk to our members and how we look at the markets, trying to figure out in advance what they're going to do. But I can t- what I can tell you is this. With 22% of the S&P 500 made up of five tech companies, that's Microsoft, Apple, Alphabet, Amazon, and Facebook, that's been the, really the, the, uh, the, the entire, entirety of this 31% move higher from those 323 lows. Uh, these stocks now are starting to act like they are tired. And the rest of the market just has not caught up. Again, we saw it today in the Russell 2000. Let's get to the internals today because they were not good. Uh, again, 9 to 1 negative advanced decline on the NYSE. 9 to 1 negative, nearly a 90% downside day. Not what you want to see. Advanced decline uh, was 8 to 1 negative. Uh, excuse me, up down volume, 8 to 1 negative. And then 3 to 1 negative uh, for NASDAQ, so a little better there on volume, but again, advanced decline was, was uh, almost 8 to 1 negative on NASDAQ. So uh, a negative across the board, advanced decline, uh, 52-week high-low, also negative on the day, back-to-back, not good days in the internals. And again, that's really been the problem here is that on the days we've moved higher, we've had decent internals, but the days we move lower, here come the ugly internals that remind us of that early stage of the February-March sell-off on coronavirus insanity. Uh, let's take a look at real quick at our sector watch. All 11 sectors closed lower on the day. Uh, and our futures and commodity watch here, oil today, which again has been leading. These are the, the things we've been looking for in our bear market rally playbook. Semis leading tech, the tech leading the market. Oil, uh, again, has been leading on the way up. 
Uh, starting to see some weakness now as oil's gotten overbought. Closing down today, 81 cents a barrel, excuse me, 21 cents a barrel, less than 1% at 25.57. No gray shakes there. And gold continues its march higher right now, trading at 17.22, up $15 an ounce, just uh, less than $200 away from an all time high, which we do continue to uh, expect $2,000 an ounce plus this year. And finally, silver uh, closing up uh, five cents an ounce at 15.75. And actually, finally on the day, Bitcoin. As, as I speak, up uh, 348.9171 a Bitcoin after it's hitting 10,000 a Bitcoin over the weekend. Folks, that's all we have time for today. Hope you had a good day. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.